Like the show? Want to listen to episodes early? Consider becoming a patron. Starting at the $3 a month level, patrons get access to a custom patron-only feed where we put out episodes of Upstairs Studio podcasts like the Child Care Bar and Grill, Miss Becky's Classroom, That Early Childhood Nerd, the Renegade Rules podcast, and others early. That feed is just for patrons. You could be one of them. Go to patreon.com slash playvolutionhq or click the link in the show description to learn more. You're listening to Miss Becky's Classroom. Last time on Miss Becky's Classroom. Clint, I feel like sometimes I don't even know you. You don't think that would be sexy, baby? I think it would be sexy, but I just didn't think that's the direction you would have gone with this outfit. Well, baby, I'm trying to expand my horizons so that I can keep things interesting and exciting for you because I think we will be together forever. That's so romantic. And he, he kisses her, her right tentacle. Oh. Now let's pick up our story. Ooh. So uh, last time everybody had uh, got new outfits to head to the Bottoms Up game show in the Kitty Nipple Nebula. What are you all wearing? Um, Amanda has on a nice black um pleather leotard i believe um and i don't know if i got nipple tassels but we're gonna go with hello kitty nipple tassels yeah well the thing about this show is <laughs> since it takes place in the multiverse we don't have a whole lot of continuity so it's okay if things get changed <laughs> up a little bit um i'm sure this this is really clingy around your large stainless steel body oh yeah it's it is um it hugs my curves <laughs> and but but my An tentacles angle. yeah my fur tentacles are out so fur naked fur tentacles mm-hmm. coming out of the pleather bodysuit mm-hmm. very very sexy sex very sexy yes <laughs> and uh what is what is your fiance <clears throat> clint wearing um, <laughs> Clint went matching pleather <laughs> black leotard, <laughs> but he wore his tutu. Oh, he had a, a dark purple tutu that with little sequins sewn on it. That it's his nice. lucky tutu. So mm-hmm. yeah. he decided he'd, he'd wear that. He says, uh, I feel very free in, in, uh, this, uh, I feel the air moving around my giblets and it is very delightful. Um, What's uh what's Becky wearing? See, Becky had assumed that Clint had like his like tights on under his his nope. tutu. He wanted oh. his he wanted his furry tentacles out too. Whew. Okay. Well Becky is wearing <laughs> oh, God. um a cat or basically the catwoman suit. Mm-hmm. This is this is Halle Berry or Michelle Pfeiffer? Weren't they both catwomen? Mm-hmm. Do yes, they, they not have the same outfit on? Oh, well, no. Two decades no. between them or something like that. Okay, well, hold on. Hold okay, on. Uh, Claire. 
Oh, I'll come come back to me. Yeah, we'll come back to Becky Wall. <laughs> Some yeah, research well, is done. Well, since we were all dipped into that vat and have matching outfits on, and we had bedazzling going on, Claire tried to bedazzle hers, and she went a little crazy, and then she stood in the mirror and walked out in the sunlight, and it just blinded her and everyone else. <laughs> and she said, oh, heck no, I am not wearing this. So she was re-dipped and tried a second time. So she's all black, and she's got her little um, hood, like a, an elven cowl on from Lord of the Rings. And then she, she only bedazzled her eye patch this time. And she's Ooh. much happier with it. And to spice it up, she dyed her hair blonde, too. So she's going for an Arlene Francis look. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can Google that. <laughs> there's, a, there's an old-timey reference for you. Um, yes. Have we decided what Becky's wearing yet? Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, definitely. I th actually think that one's sexier, I have to be honest. Yes, It, it leaves a little bit more to the imagination, but without the weird, like, stitching work all over it. it that's not as cute it's just like solid black well you were dipped in a vat so there's probably not yeah. any real stitching anyway you probably have to Ooh. peel it off all right so everybody's got their their outfits on um anything you want to pack any other preparations you want to make before you head off to the kitty nipple kitty nipple nebula well um becky has packed the eggs fine they said she couldn't bring her worm she's bringing her worm but um they didn't say anything about unborn creatures oh and you need to keep an eye on them i need to keep an eye on them yeah, yeah. does becky have her sidearm her what her, her gun oh yes <laughs> she does apparently you haven't watched any old cowboy movies well um, no i'm sorry i was Tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> so the rules to the uh, game show made very clear that you weren't going to be able to bring any weapons beyond the, uh, the checkpoint. I didn't really listen. Okay. Good. Good to hear that. Um, and Claire, are you bringing anything with? Well, Claire has her bag with her of, you know, her scanning equipment and her tubes so she can take some samples because, you know, Never can have enough samples and fiddle around with things in the lab, so. And, and uh, Amanda, Amanda and Clint, any, any special um, you're doing? Well, Clint, he is a very good veterinarian, and so he packed his emergency case with his supplies just in case something goes wrong. Smart. And, um. And Amanda had um, Philippe, or whoever the, the sassy seamstress was that made the costumes, um, she had him whip up a, a quick little apron to match her uh, little leotard. Oh, that's good, because Amanda likes to have her pockets. Because I need my things oh, in yeah. my pockets. And so everybody's dressed and packed. Uh, Amanda, do you know where your pizza box is? Yeah, I have a special pizza, secret pizza box place that I keep it because somebody's, um, Claire and Becky, like to take off with it just so they can go willy-nilly traipsing around the universe when Amanda gets kidnapped. Um, 
So well, it's, maybe Manda shouldn't get kidnapped. So it's, it's on the top of the refrigerator, but nobody can see it because it's too short. <laughs> the other two aren't tall enough to reach it. You've got those yeah. long tentacles that so you can get yeah. up there. If All right, pull so you pull a chair over and you, get it off you the top. You throw the, the pizza box on the floor and it unfolds and there's this blue green light and the 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 kind of see-through just kind of up in the air kind of control panel pops up and the four of you climb on board and you put in the destination according to the paperwork that Becky received from the bottoms up show runner. And uh, all you have to do is push the the go button, and you'll be on your way to the Kitty Nipple Nebula. I let Clint press the button because it's his first time. Oh, uh, so I just this this green one here. Yeah, just it press says it go. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, what's what's gonna happen? You just press it and find out. Um, I'm not really the adventurous type, but here we go. And he pushes the button. And you all slowly start deteriorating into, into individual cells. And there's this, this rush of energy. And you hear Clint law, as, uh, as he feels his body being pulled apart. And you guys, you guys have done this enough that it's no real big thing to you. But, but Clinton's kind of excited about the, the experience. And you're on your way. And we're going to fade away for a second. We're going to fade away back to 1945, and there's a gentleman, kind of a disheveled look, kind of a, a ragged sweatshirt on, white floofy hair, white mustache, and he's sitting writing a letter. And he references a, a statement he made years before that God does not play dice with the universe. And in this letter he writes, God tirelessly plays dice under laws which he has himself prescribed in trying to better, better explain to the persons he's writing to what he was talking about in the original quote. And we're going to fade away from Dr. Einstein. And we're going to fade into a, there's, there's a, a scene of just a giant <laughs> hand reaching out of a cloud and shaking. And then two giant red dice fly down onto the ground and then in this booming voice you hear snake eyes <laughs> and as god rolls snake eyes with his dice you start to experience something you've never experienced on the pizza box or any of your inter inter uh, dimensional travels uh there's this this vibration you feel like every cell of your your bodies which are dissembled from each other right now are going to actually vibrate out of existence and it is the the most nauseating painful thing you've ever experienced and then it stops instantly and your bodies are reformed and the four of you are floating in space you can see you can see stars and planets and meteors and galaxies and universes and and all the existence all the matter of the universe as far i mean farther than you could ever imagine being able to see it's all all just perfectly clear for you and you're just floating there and Is the pizza box with us still? No pizza box. Oh, God damn it. Can we breathe? Yeah, you can breathe. 
I mean, Amanda can breathe. She's in a... <laughs> Her head's in a little, little orb. Uh, uh, what, what the fuck just happened? Hey, Clint. Uh, yeah. My sweet love. Yeah, baby. My future husband. Uh-huh. Who is the best veterinarian I know. Yeah. Did you press the correct button? I pressed the green one that said go that you told me to press. Oh. You guys are just floating there. You start floating away from each other. Grab onto my tentacles, everyone. So everybody, everybody grabs onto Amanda's tentacles. She wraps her tentacles around everybody. So you got this. You got this. Amanda's doing this giant bear hug. Oh, oh, thanks, Amanda. Claire, this would be a good time for you to do some sciency explanations. Yep. Hang on. Claire reaches into her bag. She has to realizes that since there's no gravity, she has to hold on to things extra well. Otherwise, things will just float away and we'll have to swim after them. Let's see. Scans, does some calculations, and she looks at Becky and Amanda and shrugs her shoulders. She has no flipping clue <laughs> what is going on. She goes, I, I, this has never been recorded before. Um, it, is this, this where we supposed to be? No, Clint. Uh, well, no. well, fuck you, Becky. I never been in this machine before. I don't know what's going on. Don't talk Clint, to me like I'm an idiot. Clint, calm down. Yeah. yeah well, calm we're down, fucking baby. floating in the middle of no calm place. I, okay. Calm down. And, and, we can breathe. We're together. We'll figure it out. We've been in stranger situations before. Clint, Clint starts hyperventilating. He opens up a compartment on, on uh, uh, Amanda's backside, grabs a paper bag, closes the compartment, <laughs> and starts hyperventilating into the paper bag. <laughs> no. Clint, do you need a shot of something? Are you okay? <laughs> Give him Xanax. No, no I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be... No, I'm going to be okay. okay. Uh, Becky, you're the, As... the leader of this group. What are we... Uh... Becky... Pulls out her phone. She's not sure if it'll work in space, but she assumes that it probably will. It's pretty fancy. And calls sidetrack. Bring, 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 bring. Uh, apparently he's not available. <laughs> dick. Of course he's not. All right, fine. Did you fine, leave fine, a message? <laughs> think, 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 think. Um, sidetrack, hey, it's it's Becky. How you doing? You know, you probably forgot, but uh, it's a kind of important day for us. We're traveling to this game show, and um, something happened, and now we're trapped in you know, outer space. We appear to be flo floating throughout outer space. I'm not really sure if it's our dimension or what. Um, but yeah, call, call me. Call me back with some ideas. And Becky hangs up the phone. She's like, well, guys, um, we probably need to... Hey, uh, I, I'm done hyperventilating. I got an idea. Yeah. You know how there's that uh, Wish Upon a Star song? Y yeah. Y Can you sing it for us, Clint? I, I don't know the words. I was wondering if, if you, anybody know the words? I bet you know uh, some of the words, don't you, Clint? No, um, I was just thinking maybe we could. Seems to be a lot of magic going on here. Maybe we could wish our way there. I don't know. All right, click the shot. Together three times, folks. 
There's so, no place like the kitty nipple nebula. <laughs> <laughs> There's no place like the kitty nipple nebula. And and the camera pans down and 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 Clint is actually wearing ruby slippers. <laughs> and uh, he he clicks his heels together and um you don't go anyplace. Oh. And then Becky's phone rings. Hello. Hey. Hello. Uh, hey, Becky. Sidetrack here. Yeah. So, what do we do? Um. So, what? How did you get there? Well, we were in the pizza box, and Clint pushed the right button. I guess I don't know. And now we're floating in space. It was an intensely painful experience. We thought we were going to die. Well, we're alive. We can breathe. So I'm kind of concerned that it's not our dimension. Okay. Um, well, there's this thing. Sometimes God does play dice with the universe. And every once in a while, somebody like you. Wait a minute. What? what? Huh? What? God. What? He's real? Well, there's, I mean, everything's real when you live in a multiverse. Wow. Literally everything you can imagine you is real. my mind sidetrack. Well, great. So here's the solution. All you got to do is get out your maps. Uh, you should be able to see the kitty nipple nebula if you uh, identify it on the maps and just kind of start paddling that way. And uh, as the more you paddle, the faster you'll go. It'll feel like it's going to take forever for a while, but uh, you'll get there. And since you're in between space, it it doesn't even, it, I mean, it might seem like it takes a thousand years, you know, but it really time is irrelevant so you'll you'll make it to the show on time i'm sure gotta go bye he hangs up i hate that guy he's gotten worse <sighs> well at least he so, returned the phone call so that, that was, was that was something that was mm -hmm. surprising actually oh so you guys are gonna complain about him instead of looking for the map okay <laughs> we don't need to look for the map it's in amanda's apron uh-huh and Clint has been pulling it out while we've been bitching about sidetrack. <laughs> well, uh, it looks like, look at, look at this squiggly thing here, and then look at that, that squiggly thing way over there. Does that look about right? Which one looks like a kitty nipple? Um, I, well, as a trained veterinarian, I would think it's that one over there. Yeah, Let's do I, it. I trust your opinion. Uh, I... I know he said we have to paddle, but I have an idea. Uh-huh. I don't know how fast it'll go, but it might help us go a little bit faster. What? Becky uh, pulls out sparkles. <laughs> and sparkles expands to, like, the longest length they've seen so far. Big enough for all of us to hop on for now. And we all grab a hold of one of Amanda's tentacles and start um, rowing. Oh. face on our sparkle boat. <laughs> Becky, you're an actual genius. And so it, it seems like real slow going to it start is. with, but with every stroke of the sparkles canoe, uh, you go a little bit faster until it gets to the point where you, you feel like you're traveling at uh, what on Star Trek would be warp speed. Um, you, you see the little stars floating by you, and it goes faster and faster, and it still seems like it's a really long time. But eventually, you're getting close to this little nebula that does indeed look like a, a kitty nipple. 
And Aww. you get closer and closer, and then you enter the kitty nipple nebula. And then you find yourself caught up in the gravitational pull of a, of a purplish green planet that's got uh, dozens and dozens of, of rings around it. And as you're, you're grabbed by the planet's gravitational pull, you start zipping down towards the planet. And you, I mean, it gets warm. You feel like you're dipped on fancy game show outfits are going to melt off of you. But you don't start burning or anything. You do, however, burst through the planet's atmosphere and then start plummeting towards the surface. Faster and faster and faster. Hold on, everyone. I'm going to use my, um, my apron as a parachute. Oh, thank God. <laughs> we can always count on you. And so the three of you, and I would assume Sparkles, are grabbed hold of Amanda's stainless steel, well, lycra? What's your, you, oh, no, pleather. pleather. Your pleather-covered pleather stainless steel body while you're holding your three tentacles up around your, your apparently giant apron. <laughs> it, it stretches. Yeah, yeah, it expanded. And, uh, and that does indeed slow you down. And then it slows you down, and you've, you've got a beautiful view of this planet now. It's, it's lush-looking, except unlike Earth, everything that would be green on Earth is this, this beautiful purple. And so all the grass and leaves is this beautiful purple. The water is this greenish color. And you find yourself coming down on this, on this beautiful, large, large meadow. And... Uh, and then you touch down, and you're in some very tall grass, like, uh, like it's over your head. Amanda, the top of her orb maybe sticks out above the, the grass, so she can, like, stick her head up and, and maybe see, see above it. But everybody else is down in the grass. And you kind of land. It's, it's thick. There's a lot of thatch under there. And so it's a pretty gentle landing, and, and there you are. All right. So Maybe what are you folks. thinking? What are you doing? Oh, Claire was thinking that the purple matches Clint's tutu quite nicely. So it's kind of meant to be that the planet would be purple and we were supposed to be here. And hey, this planet her. kind of matches my tutu. Anybody else notice that? <laughs> Clint, Clint, yeah, yeah, yes, I did. And I, it's an image that I just need out of my head for now. That's between you and Amanda. Oh, Claire. So. Come on. You, you didn't Clark. notice any signs of civilization at all as you were coming down. Hey, Becky. <clears throat> yeah. Is your iPhone 1000 working? It is, actually. I was taking pictures. Well, <laughs> could you maybe open up the maps and see if Kitty Nipple Nebula is on there and put in the address and get yeah. us to the game show? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> it's, it's not coming up, guys. Do you have it set to like the universal maps? Yeah, and I I think we're in the wrong place. Oh, damn it. Well, uh I don't want to I want to be all that dude or anything, but maybe we could walk out of this grass where we could see things. Well, Leave away, yeah. Clint. Hey. This is hey, our fault. Hey, hey darling, why uh why the tone? Um 
you know that I have a grass allergy and my tentacles are getting itchy. <laughs> well, that's uh, one of the reasons I suggested maybe we move out and get out of here because uh, I hate it when your delicate fur tentacles swell up. If you know right. what I'm yeah, right. All right, let's, let's, uh, let's end this. And it uh, looks like the compass on my phone says north is that way. Let's walk, let's walk north. Okay. And I've taken some readings, and if we head a little northwest, there's some, it looks like to be possible life signs, too. Oh. And so you start heading northwest. You're drinking vodka soda. Okay. Um, you start heading northwest, and as you, as you walk, you walk through this tall grass for a long time, and, and then it gets buggy. And oh. there's some beautiful but huge bugs just buzzing around your heads, and it's very uncomfortable. And you're getting, I would say most of you are getting pretty sweaty in your, your black skin-tight dipped-on clothing. But you trudge along, and eventually the grass gets shorter and more manageable, a little bit easier to walk through. Uh, Amanda, after a while, decided she was just going to hover above it all. And so she's floating <laughs> above the crash while you guys are trudging along through it. She said she, said she couldn't <clears throat> handle carrying you anymore because she was running low on power. You don't know if that's true or not. But So she's floating up there. I don't think it's true. <laughs> just Clint, so the, the listeners know. Clint is even walking. And, and eventually you come into this clearing where – where the purple grass is, is, you know, earth length. Just think, think of the average neighborhood yard. And, uh, and it's just as far as you can see, it, it, I mean, it looks manicured like a golf course, just this low grass. And off in the distance, you see some movement. Looks like horsies. Becky loves horsies. Claire's actually a little afraid of horses, so she's not too thrilled with this. But she sees that Becky's Becky's excited, and now that Amanda has floated back down to us, she's decided to stop cussing at Amanda for getting out of the tall grass. Uh, Hey, baby, were you really floating up there um, without us because you couldn't hold us anymore, or would you just need some time alone? I needed some time alone, and also, I didn't think I could hold all of you mm. without well, killing. I guess you one. you held on to us all when we were floating away in the middle of the of the uh, multiverse all alone. So I, I guess we can forgive you for making us walk. Uh, at least I can. I don't know about them other two. I just want to say that I don't know where my pizza box is. I'm a little bit upset about that. I needed some alone time. Yeah, yeah, I, I understand. But. So, uh, yeah, you're still talking. Okay, what? I'm still talking. I apologize. Thank you. I think. I haven't told you guys this, but when I was younger, I was a nationally <laughs> renowned horseback rider oh. on the circuit. So. I think I think I can catch us some horses to ride in so we uh, don't have to walk the whole way. That would be that would be wonderful. Um I, lead the I, way. I really oh, figured I figured Claire would be better with horses since she you know she grew up in the wild west, but um 
Well, she grew up not. She grew up in the Wild West, but she had a traumatic experience when she was six with a horse and has wait, never wait recovered from it. Wait a stereotype, Becky. <laughs> Uh, 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 she may sorry. or may not have she may or may not have been a werewolf too so there That's might not have been a lot of horse riding true. so so you all started following becky's lead since she is the uh the the team equestrian it appears amanda oh uh, yeah amanda you follow amanda's lead and so how do you approach and i mean they're they're on a on a hill on a on the other side of the small valley and so it's going to take you a while to get over there so how do you approach them um I tell everyone just to take a break and maybe scavenge for some food or water while I approach the horses to not spook them. And um, I have a special song that I sing and it lulls the horses <laughs> into a more docile state. And I reach into my little, um, What's that thing I'm wearing? My apron. apron. Mm -hmm. And pull out my lasso. And I've got four because I'm always prepared. And I lasso up some horses. What well, are they? Let's, let's, let's break this down and see how this works. First, what's the song sound like? It's like... That's it. And uh, you start doing that, and then you hear, you hear this this clopping come close to you, closer to you. Yeah, and they kind of they kind of like circle, sort of in a spiral pattern, and just like it's hypnotic. Almost as if you were the Khaleesi, and they were coming to kidnap you. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Except when you, and you're kind of you're kind of looking you're kind of looking down while you're doing the singing, just kind of kind of really focusing on 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 your music, mm -hmm. and then you hear the hooves stop and you look up and you are surrounded by some well it must be about eight cent centauricorns uh these creatures have horse bodies but then where the horse neck would be would be starting it's the a human torso with human arms and then on top of their head a unicorn horn no wings they they do not have wings um and so there 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 are four of them four male and four female you can tell because they they don't have any clothes at all so you can tell who's who um the dude the dudes are they're ripped i mean you look closely at their abs and their abs have abs each individual ab has its own abs that's how ripped these horsey guys are and they're just beautiful looking, all, all eight of them. And one says, <clears throat> beautiful song you were singing. Why, thank you, sir. Are you from this planet? We're not. Uh, I'm actually with a group of three other humans. Oh, the ones we see down in the valley. Yes. I told them to give a, you some space so that you know that we mean no harm. Why do you have a lasso if you mean no harm? I mistakenly thought you might be just regular horses and beautiful little Winnie. Um, but uh, we're trying to get to the Bottoms Up game show 
and... watch it every week. <gasps> Do you? We are big fans. Well, we're on the show this week, but my pizza box didn't deliver us to the correct place. So we just got landed in that field. Well, and we were hoping for a ride. We are very kind and benevolent creatures, and we would be very happy to help you. Some creatures, raccoonicorns, for example, are total assholes. But we, we are very nice creatures. We centauricorns. So we would be very happy to help. That's amazing. We would really appreciate it. And we're going to fade out from the scene right there because it's about time to end this episode, but we're going to go one place before that. Um, we, we focus in on this white space and this voice says, sidetrack, get in here. And you hear a door open and then close and a voice says, yeah, yeah, boss, what do you need? Um, tell me about that crew of yours. The ones you said were going to make great agents someday. Uh, yeah. They, uh, I just heard from them. They, they had a little bit of trouble with the pizza box. box. Uh, uh, the big guy's been playing dice again, and, and they got lost. But I, I, I've been keeping track of them. They seem to be, they seem to be doing okay. Well, uh, that one, that one that's the leader, you gave her that, uh, that blaster. Yeah, yeah. How's she been treating it? Well, look, they're good folks, and you just got the reports, didn't you, boss? Yeah, uh, it's costing us lots and lots, not just money, but time and resources to clean, after, clean up after this crew. They're, they're killing people. They're destroying civilizations. You hire them to do good, and they seem to be fucking everything up. Now, we need to rein them in. What good have they done for the multiverse since you gave them that pizza box and that blaster and that technology? Well, listen, boss, they're brand new, and I've had some other things going on, and I've been trying to help them, and, and it's really been chaotic. It's not really their fault. Yeah, well, I, yeah, it's your fault, too. We're going to deal with that, but we got to deal with them, too. Um... Boss, I, what, what do you have in mind? Well, I think we should cancel them. Just cancel them out of existence. <laughs> I mean, we can be done with them. They would have naturally been dead many times if it hadn't been up for us interfering. And Sidetrack says, look, um, I, I, get where you, I get the inclination, but how about we, we try to work it out? How about instead of canceling them, we just disable their technology for a while. And then I'll try to catch up with them and then we'll see if we can work this out because they really are, their hearts are in the right places. They just need some guidance and maybe we gave them too much power too quick. And the boss says, okay, now the big guy's gonna be upset if we, uh, we don't deal with this. So, okay, push the button, turn off the devices and we'll, we'll take it from there. And that's where we're going to end the episode. Dun, dun, dun. Jeff, can we just have you do all the characters? <laughs> and we'll just laugh. I know. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, 
share the show unless you're you know too embarrassed which we totally understand hey you can also head over to playvolutionhq.com slash podcasts slash becky and engage with us back soon with another episode this has been an explorations early learning upstairs studio production oh